Let's take off. Bongani and Nala on Radio 2000. We've got energy analyst um, U Adil uh, Nchabeleng, uh, who's going to try and explain this in lay terms on what's going on around the energy crisis in the country. Uh, good morning, Adil. Welcome to the show. Good morning and thank you so much. Adil, so load shedding in 2021 overtook 2020 um, as the most intensive year in terms of load shedding to date, uh, with load shedding concentrated in October and November. I don't know if it's if possible to explain this in simple terms. Where mm. is the problem? Uh, currently, the problem rely or actually sits on the fact that a lot of power stations units are, die, are down and haven't been brought into activity, which means when they break down, very little is done to actually do the repairs urgently as well as bring them up to speed in terms of running. So that's what, what is currently happening. Power stations are literally almost being shut down for the fact that they are breaking down on an unscheduled level, which means it's an unforeseen event, and they, they are not shut down because they are being routinely maintained. You know, ESCOM has two structures where they have scheduled maintenance, which where they will take a decision to say we're going to shut down this power station so that we can do a maintenance program as well as service it as well. Okay. But there are other breakdowns which are not maintenance-based, are not scheduled for maintenance, but are breaking down on the basis that they have been running on a high level without being properly, you know, serviced and maintained. And that is why they, there is a shortage of electricity. There's generally conversations um, in, in the lay circles that I hang around in, around um, infrastructure that we as the current government inherited from the apartheid government. Uh, obviously, as someone that's in the sector and that's been uh, researching this for a long time, what did mm. the current what did the cu- the current government inherit from the apartheid government, and what should they have done that they didn't, or what they how did we get here from the apartheid government to obviously the current government when it comes to ESCOM? Well, it's a lovely question because uh, we inherited a massive uh, you know fleet in terms of energy generation power plants, which was about 50,000 megawatts, uh, uh, 47 to 50,000 megawatts at the time, Yeah, which meant that we actually had 50,000 megawatts. Right now, that 50,000 megawatts is not available. It was at the time then in terms of availability. But right now, there's only less than 30,000 megawatts that is working in the system uh, in terms of electricity generation capacity, which means 20,000 has been lost since then. Mm. And not even forgetting that when South Africa was opened up, a lot of uh, areas that were you know, previously unserviced, which didn't have electricity, were not connected to the grid, did not have access to electricity in general, were added onto the system, mm. which meant that we should have been, by any rule of uh, thumb, Whenever you add capacity, you must increase your generation capacity, which means you must build brand new power stations and make sure that you have additional capacity to service whichever area that is required. South Africa is an anomaly. We've been growing for the last 30 years after democracy, after apartheid, but we have not been building 
our growth with regards to in, in adding additional megawatts onto the grid and building brand new power stations. So townships, uh, new suburbs being uh, developed, new uh, estates being built, industries being built and everything, but we have not been able to be adding additional mm. generation capacity, which is brand, brand new power stations. So that's yeah. what has happened. You know, we've just added on to the grid in terms of ensuring that we can make sure that everybody has access, which has been an incredible feat of uh, scientific, uh, you know, you know, uh, <clears throat> result of ensuring that we can connect almost every South African, including the most remotest people. But in 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 hindsight, we didn't realize that the more you add on to that particular available limited grid, yeah you are going to cause a problem of availability because yeah. everybody wants electricity, but you don't have enough uh, energy generation. Your power plants are not sufficient enough, and not only that, they start breaking down, and when they start breaking down, you need to do an incredibly highly increased level of maintenance as well as repairs and making sure that you can even attend to emergencies on your energy uh, generation plants. When emergencies happen, when units are just going into breakdown stages and you don't know what's happening on them, you know, and you have to go into an emergency program of, uh, you know, repairs, maintenance, as well as overhauling those plants and ensuring that they're up and running and speed. Now, that makes more sense. It explains why in the last five years, suddenly we started having load shedding. But also, we cannot ignore the fact that there's a lot of sabotage and no one is coming out and saying who is causing the sabotage. What is happening there? On the, on the level of sabotage, there definitely is, you know, whereby you have a, a, a major of units within power plants just going into a breakdown stages. And we have had stories. I mean, nobody has been caught red-handed yet in respect to the element of sabotaging. But you have seen whereby, you know, uh, certain equipment and, and uh, technology like your power, power lines as well as your units burning down within power stations. There's been, uh, you know, cutting up of, uh, you know, conveyor barrels where, Coal is supposed to be conveyed and the conveyor belts are not available. You've had uh, instruments being damaged and destroyed in some of the power plants. And you have uh, had a situation whereby the, 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 the technicians as well as the uh, people in the power stations who would at intervals apparently agree that at a certain time they are going to actually trip, which means they're going to cause a, a you know, a, a problem within a power station. Mm. And in causing that problem, that unit will be taken off, you know, it's uh, scheduled in terms of being operational and it will be taken off from in operationality. So there, these are statements that have actually been circulating. Yeah. Some of them we've seen it in Midup and Kusila where you've had certain units burning down where there were major fires because there were technical errors on when it was built and how it was built. So, you know, uh, right now it's a massive, massive problems that are just occurring. And, yeah. you know, unfortunately, ESCOM has not had the capacity as yet to get down to the bottom of things and really even identify the key individuals involved. So, so coastal dominates <laughs> the South African energy mix, right? Providing 81.4% of the total system load. So we're a coal country. And there's always the debate between nuclear and coal. Which one do you support and why do you support that? Look, uh, in, in, in energy, 
one must be neutral. You know, neutral means any source of electricity generation that can help us get the megawatts that we need, we should be supporting. So in our situation, because we are abundant with coal uh, resource, which is the cheapest resource in the country, in, in the world, by the way, which doesn't cost us more than, let's say, 40, 40 cents, you know, a, a megawatt to create electricity. That should have been the focus for South Africa, to be using that coal and creating cheaper electricity. Right now, coal, in terms of its utilization, is available. It's South African-owned. We have companies in South Africa that are actually subsidized by the state mm. in order to mine that coal and supply to ESCOM. So this should have been our priority. And again, not just living at, at the fact that coal being its own resource on a dirty level, we don't clean it. We should have actually worked yeah. on technologies which are currently available to make it environmental efficient, cleaner in uh, air in terms of uh, you know emissions, ensuring that the you know the power plants are running at an emissions efficient. Mm. that are acceptable, which is called high-efficiency, low-emissions uh, high efficiency, low emissions technologies, which should have been the standard right now, you know. But as we have seen it, there's been so many quarrels as to South Africa going into a stage whereby we might even see this one basic resource of coal being completely abandoned and we focusing on all other sort of greener technologies like your solar as mm. well as your, uh, you know, Wind in this case, which, uh, as we know, technologically-wise, are not proven to provide you base load capacity. They have limitations, and they require a lot of support from coal as well as diesel, as well as, uh, you know, your, your liquefied gas, on top of it in nuclear support, you know. Yes. So electricity generation, we should be agnostic. Like, look at what is going to provide you. 24 hours of electricity uninterrupted so that you can do your planning properly, you can run your industries, your infrastructure can run efficiently, and you're not going to have hiccups. The new planned energy system, which is based on green renewable energy, is not at the stage of its uh, total you know, uh, superiority level like you find in coal, you find in nuclear. But at the same time, has potential to be created over the next couple of years, 10 years to 20 years, to reach the level where it can start competing on an equal basis with the other sources. So right now, coal is going to still be dominant. Even in Europe, they're going back to coal. You're going everywhere around the world. Everybody's building coal power stations because they know the reliability of coal as an energy resource as well as the cheapest form form, form of resource to create cheap electricity. Um, Adil I wish we had more time because I still wanted to know, I mean, you speak to us, uh, you know, about the fact that the problem is, is capacity. Is there any commitment from ESCOM around capacity? But there's no time. Thank you so much for speaking to us this morning. I am definitely sure we'll have you again on the show. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Take off live and exclusive to Radio 2000, 97.2 to 100 FM nationwide.